go to infendo.com and join our Discord and ask us a question. We put the donkey in Donkey Kong. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. I want to say 645, maybe? Could be, possibly, maybe 644. Uh, either way, we're happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Welcome to the show, people. Um, we've got a show for you tonight. This news happening this week. Uh, there's some, some rumors, some speculation stuff, but we're going to push all that to the side, and we're going to talk about an up-and-coming game um, that you might be hearing some... Some music from one of its predecessors in the background throughout this show. But we'll get to that in a minute. For now, I want to ask my co-hosts how they doing. And I'm going to start tonight with Justin. Justin, how you doing tonight? And where can the people find you? Um, I am doing okay. You can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. And you can check out my Disney site at thedisneyparkbench.com. That's about all I got for you. Excellent, excellent. Well, short, sweet, and to the point. Eugene, how you doing tonight, and where can the people find you? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Um, just go to Infendo.com if you care about anything Eugene, I guess. Go to at Infendo Eugene on Twitter um, because uh, I retweet some stuff. You might not like it, but that's too bad. Um, and yeah, that's about it for me. I'm really excited for... Uh, Mario Strikers. I'm hoping it goes on sale like at on midnight, like on a Thursday type of thing, so I can play it a little early. But uh, you know, that's just me. Yeah. How are you doing tonight, Lucas? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking, Eugene. Um, if you want to watch some old videos that I did back when I was making videos regularly, you can check out my YouTube channel, which is Lucas Peace. Maybe I'll have something new up there soon. Who knows? Fate is strange. Times are weird. We never know what's going to come out of the cosmos. The only thing that we know for sure that's going to come out of the cosmos this week is we're going to be talking about the new Mario Strikers game. Because we have it, because at the time of recording this, the game has not yet come out, but um, it is coming out very soon. A few of us around here have opinions and thoughts and feelings and hopes and dreams and despair and all that stuff, you know, building up to a new game release, and one of us, at least, has actually played the global test fire demo thingamabob that came out. So um, so we're, we're just going to dive in and kind of talk about this game that's coming out and if we have any, any opinions, thoughts, feelings, or whatever. I'm going to let Eugene lead this conversation because Eugene is, I believe, the only one of the three of us who actually played the Global Test Fire, which was basically, if I understand it right, much like what they've been doing with a lot of their games, mm -hmm. right, Eugene, where um, you, get to, you get to go online, you get to play against other people online, and just kind of get a taste for how the game feels, plays, all that stuff. Right? Yeah, with the caveat being that you have to play in Nintendo's designated time slots. So, like, there was like 10, I think, mm -hmm. one hour time slots that you could choose to play over the weekend. I ended up hitting up uh, two of them. And yeah, it was pretty fun. The, um, I mean, it feels like Mario Strikers. I mean, like, I don't really know what else to say about Mario Strikers other than that it feels like really good. You know, it feels really tight. But, um, as I'm sure we're gonna get to, I, it feels like uh, like there. I, I wish that there was just a little bit more there, like character-wise. Lucas has, you know, already expressed pre-show that he's missing out on his Daisy and some of the other ones. But yeah, like I, you know, like, I simp for Daisy. You know it. <laughs> well, the other games were like kind of notorious for that, right? Like, I mean, um, I think she. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's I don't know I uh, 
it was a it's a fun game. I hope that um, it has all the same modes that the other games did because you know Nintendo's mo lately has been kind of stripping the games a little bit based off of like you know what we got in Mario Golf and Mario Tennis. You know it was like almost there, but like it was just missing a few things. You know, so I hope that that's not the case for Mario Strikers. But I'm you know I'm still excited about it. <laughs> So I have, like, gameplay questions for you, because there's a few things that I've been wondering about. Yeah, one sure. of the big things for me is that there's only 10 available characters right now, which is kind of weird. From what I've seen of, like, the gameplay trailers and stuff like that, it looks like... You, you remember in Mario Strikers, at least on the Wii, mm -hmm. you would have a team captain who would be your player character, and then you would have, like, teammates that would be, like, Toads and Boos and Goombas and stuff. That also seems to be absent in this one, unless I'm mistaken. And it seems like it's populated entirely by, like, Mario, Luigi, Peach, Daisy... Well, not Daisy. Uh, Rosalina, um, yeah. you know, like... like that, and, and it's like there's, like, two teams of four or five that are made up of, like, the main characters. Is that how teams are structured in this game or that's, am i missing something that's the way that i'm understanding it based off of the mm. demo because yeah you're right there didn't yeah. seem to be uh, unless there's like a game mode that they haven't shown us or whatever but there didn't seem to be like okay yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah. your your captain because like didn't um didn't like whoever your captain you chose like get like extra abilities or something like that i can't really remember how that well worked. yeah you're your your captain your captain was always one of the main characters and they always had like special powers they yeah. were they were stronger they were bulkier and stuff and then depending on who you chose for your two teammates you can have like Monty Mole who was good at defense or you could have like Boo who was good at offense and like you could kind of mix and match your team to a specific you know so like when I would play as Peach I would just put a bunch of toads on my team because mm -hmm. it was like this just makes sense like this is the logical thing that would happen in this universe you know but um yeah. but it was one of those things that i remember really enjoying and from what i've seen it looks like in this game it's going to be much more like you know here's here's like your team of five and here's your team of five and they're all the main characters of the game so that's interesting yeah i do kind of hope that comes back as a mode at least that would be that would be fun um, my other question for you was in the demo that you played was it like one player versus one player or was it like two teams of five versus each other like how did they split I, the players up was it like a one-on-one -on -one kind of thing i never you don't know i never matched up with any as far as i know i i was only matching up like one-on-one -on -one with other people so like probably okay okay i, I I'd have that's to think, how i figured it would play i'd have to think back on the demo because i never i never tried that option but there may have been an option to like play with two people on the console or whatever and then maybe you would be matched up with two other people playing on the same console but i was only playing solo so i'm fairly certain i oh, yeah. only got matched up with other people only playing solo yeah i'm just kind of curious because it does kind of lend Wait, itself to the idea too? Yeah, yeah and chewy you can actually play as all the all the disney characters um <laughs> but um no, it, it's just, um, it, it, I wasn't sure how it would be, because, like, again, instead of having, like, Goombas and Toads, you have, like, Mario and Luigi and stuff on your team. So I wasn't sure if that meant that it was, like, literally, like, every character is a player-controlled character, or if they're, like, NPCs and you can, like, swap between them, or, you know, oh, that, that oh, kind of oh, stuff. Oh, so. I thought you meant about, like, the other players. Yeah, so, like, you take control of, like, if you pass the ball to another character, you're yeah. taking control yeah. of them. Yeah, that's how that works. But it's still, but it's still like, a one-on-one -on -one with computer control controlled allies and you swap to other play okay that makes sense so it plays like old mario yes. strikers yeah, then. yeah that's yeah. cool okay cool 
Yeah, the, I've seen the win animations on YouTube, by the way, and they look very fancy. They're People cool. are going nuts over them. Yeah, they're so, cool. Yeah. The graphics look really like yeah. it looks like uh-huh. really crisp. I wish I, om- I yeah. almost wish that yeah. I had an OLED switch for this one because it looks that good, type of thing. Mm. You know? But the, I know um, someone who does. Yeah, right. The, there's there are some differences for sure between the di- the games. So like um, in, in this one. Every character that you choose has their own... Well, I guess this was kind of true in the other one, but they each have their own stats. And um, the Mm -hmm. stats, at at least as far as I can tell, they're always going to add up to the number 63. So, like, you might have, like, a 10 in passing, but only, like, a 5 in dribbling or, you know, something like that. And then, Interesting, okay. So that's really cool in that regard. And the... um, like you know how the special shots happen that's a little different too because there's like a i mean i don't even know how to describe it other than saying there's like a glowing orb that comes you know and um basically you get the orb and then that'll activate your you know you can use your super shot once you have it type of thing so so like a smash ball kind of mechanic yeah if i remember right on the wii version it was like based on how often you like passed to your teammates or something mm-hmm. where you could build it up by just pass back forth pack back forth kind of thing over and over again and yeah interesting well and i know they advertise too that like a big gimmick in this game is you can have like outfits for your characters like different helmets and stuff and right and depending on what you're wearing will kind of change your character's like physique so donkey kong could be more of a speed type character or you know peach could be like a power type and that that's kind of exactly stuff, how you do it yeah it's based cool. off of the items which is really cool actually so you can um cool. you can add items or remove items and then like so you know this pair of I don't know, cleats or whatever, shoes will give you better shooting than this pair, you know, type of thing. And then you have to obviously balance that by your stat limit that you can have. It's it's pretty cool. I think it's an interesting mechanic. Well, the big thing that I'm going to want to hear from you is if there's any kind of incentive to play like single player outside of just like I just want to have fun and play a round of you know Mario soccer kind of stuff because like again we, we've talked about this and I think we kind of disagree a little bit on it but my biggest gripe with switch sports when it came out was that um, the it, it felt very tailored for like an online game like it felt like if you're playing online you're playing right if you're playing offline, you better just be here to have fun because you're not going to get like, you know, you're not going to rank up any of your sports. You're not going to unlock any new gear or any new customizations or anything. You're not going to earn medals or, you know, anything like they used to have in the old Wii Sports, that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I'm just curious to see if there's any reason for like a solo player to get this game who doesn't plan on playing with people online. Because I knew that like, um, I, I think even with like the old Mario Strikers, that wasn't really a thing. Like the only yeah. thing I remember doing on Mario Strikers on Wii was playing multiplayer with friends. So I'll be curious when you pick this up to hear if there's like, you know, is I, there like a tournament mode I could do against computers? Or like, what's the deal? Yeah, because you know? there, there wasn't any of that uh, apparent in the, you know, the demo or whatever, because I was just all like yeah. online stuff. So... Yeah, I'll be mm-hmm. interested in that too. I want to say that that's going to be the um, items, though. Like, I think that yeah. I, I could be wrong, but I think that's going to be where the, you know, where it's going to keep you coming back, type of thing. At least that would be 
what would keep yeah. a player like Steve where he has to like collect everything. Like the you know? like the unlockable helmet. Yeah. See, my fear is though they're going to tie that into like online play. You know, it's like oh, play in five tournaments and unlock a helmet. You like that kind of. And I'm sure. hoping that it's just like hey, just play against some computers and uh, you know. So so again, fill me in next week once you've had a chance to dabble. Yeah. Take a break from Elden Ring. Play a little bit of uh, Mario Strikers for me and let me know how it is. Because I want to get this game, but I just don't want to get another game that I'm going to put two hours into and then never pick up again, you know? Yeah. I know that yeah, there is a... I, too, like, no. I know there is a tournament mode because um, it was highlight... It was, you know, you couldn't select it type of thing or whatever. But um, I don't know what it's going to be, you know? like, Is it online or offline? No, yeah. it's, it's solo. It's definitely solo because they, like, segmented, okay. like, the, you know, the okay. online stuff. Be, cool. Yeah, so that seems like where the solo stuff will happen. But, like, is it any good? Cool. Like, what? what is it? What is it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I appreciate Yeah, oh, man, nothing will ever live up to, like... Mario Tennis on the N64 and the GameCube, like, tournament mode. Yes. That, to me, was, like, the crux of, like, single-player sports on or sports uh, tournament games. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love yeah, that you can. Stuff. Those were games that, yeah, legit, you can play solo and, like, still have a good time. Because I remember, oh, yeah. you know, getting my butt beat at my friend's house and then going home and, like, practicing for, like, 10 hours straight so then I can beat uh -huh. them the next time, Well, you especially know? if you had the... Especially if you had the Game Boy versions, because then you would, you know, oh sure, like train yeah. your Level player you on the Game are. Boy and then go throw oh, yeah. it into the the N sixty four version. You know, I never got pretty to powerful do... kid back on uh, Mario Golf. Pretty uh, powerful uh, version of kid from that game. Did you? Could you do that with tennis too, or was it only golf? Yeah, yeah, you could do it with tennis and golf. I never did it with tennis, actually. You know what? I need to go buy never, a copy of Mario I, Golf or tennis on the Game Boy so I could do that. I never had Mario Tennis on the Game Boy. I had Mario Tennis Advance, but I never had the first one. So I missed out on that. But I got to do it at Mario Golf, uh, and I loved it. I had them all. <laughs> and a transfer pack and, mm -hmm. and, sure. and everything. So I would... I would be sitting on the bus playing, you know, Mario Tennis or Mario Golf, you know, on my way to and from class, and then I'd go home and transfer it into the N64 game and play it with my friends. Yeah, yeah good times. Um, yeah, I, I mean, what do you think, Justin? We kind of monopolized the conversation. Are you at all interested in picking up Mario Strikers? Are you going to wait until you hear good things? Are you not getting it at all? Like, what's the plan? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've just been kind of sitting here listening because, like, just like, uh, you know, Mario Golf and Mario Tennis, both of which I have, like, I really want this game and I really want to, you know, play it and have it and yeah. everything. But I feel like this game, more than those others, is more of a multiplayer experience. And that's not mm -hmm. something that I get to partake in very often. Yeah. Like, I don't care about playing online with with randos and mm -hmm. i'm i almost never have friends online playing when i'm playing least of all the same games so yeah um it's kind of a wait and see for me right now um but i mean i am i never played strikers on the gamecube or wii so this would be my first oh but, okay yeah mm -hmm. i love the mario sports games and and this has been on my radar you know this sub series mm -hmm. has been on my radar for years so 
Um, I don't know. It's it's a wait and see. We'll we'll see. We'll see if it fits in both my monetary and temporal budget. Well, like, if you're the kind of person who plays, like, like Colt circa, like, 2017 or whenever we were doing the, the baseball tournament, he would love this game, I feel like. Because, like, you can set up an online club, you can name it, you can host, like, tournaments and brackets and, like opens and all kinds of things with it and and like have like a team jersey a team field play against other teams like this is the kind of thing that having a close-knit group of friends who love this game is made for but if if you don't have that like coming out of the gate then it's probably going to feel very like isolated and very single player so that's that's kind of where i am too i'm just hoping that the single player will live up to it i'm a little worried that there's only 10 playable characters i'm a little worried that that indicates that they're expecting you're going to get a lot of your fun out of playing with other people as opposed to like experiencing all the characters and mixing and matching different teams and you know it's like when the entire roster fits in like one match that that freaks me out a little bit you know in terms of like single player replayability so that's kind of where i'm where I'm coming from and where I'm hoping that this game delivers. But yeah, like I said, after Switch Sports, I just want to play it a little bit more cautious because I dove into that game and I did not get my money's worth. Like yeah. it was it was fun for a couple of days, but the 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 allure wore off very quickly. And coincidentally, pretty much as soon as Steve and I stopped playing together. And the incentive to play together wasn't there because in order to unlock the unlockables in the game, we had to play with randoms. So, like, there was no incentive for the two of us to hop on together other than just fun. And we both know that Steve and I don't play games for fun. We play them because they're serious jobs and we have to unlock everything there is to unlock in a game. So, like, yeah. And Steve was the only person I played that game with. So, like, no connection to that game anymore which is where i'm freaking out about mario strikers like honestly the i would love to get in a match with all of you guys the odds that the four of us are ever going to all sit down and play mario strikers is astronomically high so like i i don't know i i just want this game to be good for for solo lucas but we'll see if that comes true yeah the i i feel that um if you're in it for multiplayer and online, then I think that you're all set, oh, obviously. Yeah. And oh, yeah. the only last thing that I want to touch on is that the online experience, at least for me, it was like buttery smooth. It was like so good. I didn't have like any hiccups good. at all. Like, you good. know, it was just like, just really nice. So that None was... of the Wii or the Switch Sports hiccups or anything like that from that demo? I, and yeah. I, I didn't have any of those actually in Switch Sports. The I've the the one thing that I had in Switch Sports was in the um, what was it the sword fighting thing where it, mm. and I think it was just pe people disconnecting um, because like when you're when you get like you know you beat them and you're about to to do the second ring out to, to win I would always get disconnected in that global test fire because I think people were just like disconnecting or whatever you know so. That sucks. But anyways, yeah, hmm. so I, I think it's going to be a fun one. I'm going to get it regardless, obviously. I, mean, I think you guys know that. Yeah. So, you know, expect to hear me talking about oh, it yeah. next week. Well, and the, I'm, you know, and I would probably be, you know, if they did release a Mario baseball or a Mario hockey game, I'd be the same way. I'd get it just because I like the sport, not mm -hmm. necessarily for the thing, um, you know, for, for what the game itself is. But, um, 
Yeah, this is just seems like a game that if I don't have somebody else to play it with, I might not get as much out of it as I have been getting with golf and to a lesser extent tennis. Sure. Uh, actually, mm. one last thing I want to say. I I'm pissed that we don't get the scarf that, um, that Europe got because there was a pre-order bonus and it was cool as F and we didn't get that here. So, Really? That is cool. Yeah, Mario, uh, like a well, scarf. I'll, I will say. I don't know if you guys know that scarves are a soccer thing, but that's <laughs> I would totally wear that to a soccer match, man. God, give me that Mario scarf. I, I was... I. I was unaware. You could probably get it on eBay for like eight hundred dollars. Literally, though, really, yeah. Uh, I was huh. gonna say you can you can get a, a Hyrule Warriors scarf on eBay for about a that one. Time. I sure that one I liked. That one was really cool. Now, all I will say is, Nintendo. I know you listen to our show because you always make decisions based on what we say and do. Um, I don't care what adult gamers say. More characters in a game is more fun. Start putting more characters in your game again. I want to be able to play as well, every sure conceivable Mario the character. The next several months. I want to play as every conceivable Mario character in every conceivable Mario game. More Mario Kart 8, less of this. Please, give us more characters. That's all I want, man. They don't have to be balanced. They don't have to be unique. I will take eight Koopalings and 15 Kongs. Just put them all in the game for me. It's all I want. Okay, let's change it up and change the system here. Who wants to talk about the games they've been playing this week? Let me go first because mine's going to be short. Um, okay. I have obviously been playing Elden Ring. Actually, um, if you believe me, believe it or not, I'm on the end boss. But um, it's ah. hard. I, I don't want to ah, say... I, I figured you would do the, the healthy, healthy, cheaty thing by now. I've, um, I've been trying to do it. I want to beat it by myself at least once. And then I'm going to New Game Plus the hell out of this game. The hell out of it. Because I, I just don't want to stop playing it. Um, I think I told you, Lucas, that um, pre-show that I actually bought a new Xbox. It should be here tomorrow. I got an Xbox Series X for this stupid game because it takes too long when you die to reload. And I just want to just keep playing the game, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah. So you bought a new system. Yes, I did. So you could lower your reload Yes, time. I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I love it. I love it. Yeah, how to tell you're addicted to a game? Yeah, and, and Game Pass, of course. I mean, you know, like there's a lot of cool stuff mm -hmm. out there. I'm actually probably gonna download the new um, Halo game because, like, why not? You know, so yeah, I'm excited for my new Xbox for sure. I've I found that I've been playing Xbox a lot more than my Switch lately for whatever reason. So I don't know. I, uh, I the Switch is uh, ever since Arceus, I feel. I've uh, been kind of on a switch hiatus, you know. So like I, I'm, I, I need a the right game to get me back in, and I think Strikers is going to be the one. But yeah, just Elden Ring really for me. I've, there was a go ahead. I was just gonna say I've kind of been right there with you. I've been on a PC gaming kick for the last couple of weeks, so yeah, I, I know the feeling. Yeah, you know, and then you just got to put the switch down, let it get dust. <laughs> yeah, sure, exactly. Uh, the only other game that I really want to talk about of note is Pokemon Go, because there was an event this weekend, and um, I'm pretty salty about it, honestly, because I didn't get... I, isn't it sad that you feel like if you pay for the event? The, it, was, uh, it was just like a... Mm, I, don't, I don't remember yeah. what it was called. It was called like a... 
I don't know. You pay, I paid fifteen bucks for it. Basically, it, was, it had just a bunch of different. Pokemon. Well, no. If you pay, if you pay for one of those passes, yeah, well, you should shinies. feel like you're getting something out of it. Which, which is the problem with paying for for events. They should just be free events. Totally. And I, you know, it, thank you, Steve. It was GoFest, and it, there was a free version of GoFest. But if you paid, uh-huh. like, you got like the tasks and all that stuff. Um, it was uh-huh. it was really cool because every hour there was a different um, theme. So like there was different Pokemon to catch every hour. So that made it a little bit fun. Yeah. But I'm salty because I didn't get um, as many shinies as I wanted to. I only got six shinies over the course of the two days, which seems like a lot. But like considering that in some events I've gotten like 26 shinies, you know, like I, I was a little bit disappointed in my um, output there, especially since it was so expensive. Yeah. Like, again, like I feel like if I'm putting money into an event, I expect shinies out of it. Is that bad? I don't know. But that's that's kind of how I feel. Well, and there weren't that many new shinies that made the cut. I'm looking at the list right now. Axew, which would have been cool. Uh, Shroomish, Numel, Carablast, and Shelmet. Mm-hmm. So out of all of those, the only one I would have really wanted is an Axew. But uh, I did get a yeah, Shelmet, it's, and that uh, was cool. I, I, yeah, yeah. It's just you kind of get the feeling that maybe um, you know it's time to throw the next generation of Pokemon games into Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. They, well, they just did that recently, actually, but they've been so slow doling out. Oh, did the they shiny. just do like the Alola? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, they are reaching a they they're reaching. You know, they've got this, and then they've got Sword and Shield, and then they've got a wait on Gen Nine. So you can tell that they're constantly like, you know, okay, if we wait another year, then the new game will be out, and then we can release the last game. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, it's and yeah. then they do another round of gatekeeping. Not only do they gatekeep like the generations like that. But then they'll gatekeep mm-hmm. the shinies. So, like, not every uh-huh. Pokemon can be shiny right away, you know? Which is, I mm-hmm. feel kind of, I don't yep. know, I don't like it. But um, what are you going to do? I keep giving them yeah. freaking money. So they're doing something right, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's it for yeah. me. So uh, I'll pass yeah. the baton. All right, well, I'll take that baton. Um, I have not been playing much either. I've become kind of a Eugene in my gaming habits. Um but my Elden Ring is Final Fantasy XIV, so that's what I've been playing. Um, it's uh, it's a pretty awesome game. I really like it a lot, actually. I it's it's an online game, right? So you got the 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 social element of like watching a bunch of people run around and shout at each other and stuff, and then you've got the the whole like you know grindy RPG element, which is what I'm really getting into. I just hit level forty as a gladiator, which is like the base class for like the sword and shield user so now i have the ability to start an advanced class for the first time which is paladin now i'm not super hyped on paladin but i think in 10 more levels of gladiator i get to start dark knight which is the one that i think i really want to do as my like like like, like that's like two-handed swords big bulky tank running around like cloud strifing everything so yeah, that's my that's my goal in life is to become a dark knight and become the best dark knight that I can be. And then eventually, you know, max out every possible class and just eat my entire soul into this game. But um for now, you know, just getting my getting my feet wet with this. But I'm really enjoying it. The story is actually really good. Um I've been pushing my way through that because really that is the only way to level up in the beginning is to play through the story. Um I've been doing all like the there's there's a new thing that I found this time. 
Um, they're kind of like group dungeons that you can do that kind of remind me of Crystal Chronicles a little bit. You know how you would like go into an area in Crystal Chronicles as like a team of four and kind of wander the area and kill monsters and open gates and get to a final right. boss and stuff. They play a lot like that and it really gives me like a Crystal Chronicles vibe that I'm really enjoying. Um, I've only had one really bad group where the group wanted to like rush through the dungeon. It was like my first time there. So like one guy got killed. Like we, we went through like a portal and the guy was on the other side and he got murdered because he's like a DPS ranger and he's not meant to take any damage. And he was like all alone with a horde of monsters we'd left behind. So I got pissed at them, but overall it's really fun. Uh, there's also like player commendations that you get at the end of the dungeon. You can optionally give a player a commendation for doing a good job. And if you get like 15,000 of them or something you can become like a mentor for new players and like help them out in the game and stuff and um being the tank in the like the only tank in the group i get a lot of player commendations which always feels really good like all i do is run around and spin around in circles with my sword so everybody fights me and <laughs> it uh people like that you know because then they're not getting hurt and taking damage and stuff so as long as the healer on my team doesn't suck everything goes great and it's uh you know it's a fantastic experience so yeah, I've been really, really liking this game. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, every now and then I get into like these things when I play it where it's like, oh man, I wish I had a guild and friends and could go on quests with other people that I liked and stuff. And then I get kind of bummed out and I have to go off and like solo adventure for a while to feel better about myself. But uh, all in all, it's been a uh, it's been a good game. I've been really enjoying it. So uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of the big one. There was um, another game that I played and man, I had it right here in the noggin, fired up and ready to go. And now it's now it's killing me because I don't remember what it was, and it hurts so bad. Uh, give me oh right, 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 right. I remember. I only played it for like an hour. That's why. But it came out a couple of days ago. Um, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. You guys remember that game? Oh yeah. Smash ish game with Nickelodeon characters. Uh, it got voice acting and items this week. Oh, they're talking. Weirdly enough. Yeah, so now the game has voice acting, and I gotta say, it's nice. It's a nice, uh, it's a nice little touch. It kind of takes it from feeling like a weird, awkward fan game to like a legitimate experience, which is nice. Um, unfortunately, I think it's kind of too little, too late for this game. Like most of the community is left. Everybody is fawning over multiverses right now, which is the Warner Bros. one that I don't think is out yet. There was I think like it's a just that beta. there was like an open beta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, closed beta. Mm-hmm. But, um, but the community is going nuts for that game right now. I stand by my reservations that I had for that game. Like, I did a whole video on it and everything. Half the internet liked it. Half the internet hated it. It is my, it is my most watched and my most reacted to video I've ever done. <laughs> it's really weird because the like to dislike ratio is like 50% on it. So, like, half the people apparently think I had some ideas. The other half of the group thinks I'm a raging idiot. But um, <laughs> I just, I, like, I freak out a little bit that it's a free-to-play game because that brings with it so many caveats for, like, abuse and mm -hmm. just corruption down the road. Especially like, the, it being Warner Interactive because we uh -huh. saw what happened with mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I, I highlighted that they freaking, you know, they're, they're cash-grubbing the same group that the, Warner Bros is the same group that made like the the new 
basketball Bugs Bunny Garbo movie with like 800,000 cameos. And it's just, I, I don't know. I, I worry that it's going to be a money grab. And I hope I'm wrong because Smash Bros with Scooby-Doo and Steven Universe and Finn from Adventure Time and Game of Thrones, like that sounds really cool. That sounds really fun. I want to be excited for this game, but I'm nervous. But in the meantime, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl exists as kind of an example of how not to roll out a game. Um, it, it's a solid platformer fighter. If you were looking for a Smash Bros. alternative, I would recommend it as a game. But you have to be the kind of person who likes playing online. Like, you have to be. Because there's just not that much content there otherwise. There's an arcade mode that you can play with every character. You can challenge yourself with, like, the hardest settings. And you can play, you know, computer, local, you know, whatever matches. But if you're not playing it to play, like, competitively with people online it's going to play about as well as smash 64 you know it's got it's got about that many features that many bells and whistles so like i don't know if you if you like smash 64 and you really like playing that game by yourself against computers all day then you'll probably really like this game but if not then find some friends play online that kind of thing um really that's that's kind of it though it's been it's been those two games i i will say the game has really significantly improved since i first played it um, it's just, again, I think it's just too little too late, right? Like, a game, it's kind of that Miyamoto quote. Like, back when he said that, I don't think there were really a lot of games, at least on Nintendo, that were coming out that could be updated after the fact, but that a, a bad game is bad forever, a, a good game, a, a, a delayed game is eventually good, that quote. Um, this is kind of an example of, like, releasing a game bad and then fixing it after the fact because like your budget was small or you were rushed or whatever like yeah it's a better game now than it was back then but it was a bad game when it came out and now it's kind of a dead game you know that that whole kind of vibe it's so so. funny that you say that because the same is actually true but the opposite for final fantasy because they turned that game around like it was Mm. a crap game at first all for all intents and purposes and now it's like you know it is what it is now yeah, but see, I guess the difference there is I'm coming into this game like 12 years after it was released, you know? Sure. It's got like three three million people or whatever that are playing it today, you know? And like half the people are noobs. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess in the right circumstance, then you can turn a game around. But Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, I don't think it's... The, like, I think there's too much competition, you know? Mm-hmm. I think these, these games come out like that. And now, again, we've got multiverses on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Smash Bros. still exists, and it's still the king of this kind of game. And multiverses may be able to topple it, but Nickelodeon isn't going to. Like, there's no way they can make this game that good. And they've already got, like, the, the three DLC characters they're rolling out for, like, 15 bucks total. And it's just, like, who is going to buy these? You know, like, like what, what, are, what audience do you think you're selling for? Because no one is playing this game. Nobody is playing this game in, like, competitions. Nobody is playing this game online. It's just, it's a dead game. And I hate that term because people use it all the time for games like, like, oh, I hate Among Us. It's such a dead game. But this game is a dead game at this point. And it's a shame because there really is something there. And it was obviously made with a lot of love. But, again, just too little too late, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a, a saving period, and a, like a resuscitation period. Maybe if you're a company as big as Square Enix, you have the funds and the sure. time and the resources to resurrect a dead game and make it a really good game. But when you're like a third-party company working for Nickelodeon, like I, I just don't see it. So, you know. But I got a few good hours out of it, so it was, it was fun for what it was. 
Anyway, Justin, what have you been playing lately? Um, I've more of the same, honestly. Grand Theft Auto Five, mostly. Um, what did I play? Oh, Spider-Man. Uh, since I watched, uh, finally got around to watching Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, it got me in the mood to play the PS4 game, so played a little bit of that. I've barely played my Switch in the past week. Um, oddly hey, enough, Eugene, um, it's funny to hear you talk about getting a, a Series X um, because um, I said a couple weeks ago I had gotten uh, an Xbox One X so that I could have an Xbox One downstairs and then mm-hmm. one up, upstairs in my you know in my computer slash game room. Um, and now I'm regretting doing that because for the same price I I paid for the Xbox One X I could have gotten an Xbox Series S which is everything the one x is and more so i'm you know, little there was a kick- one x x yeah. has the worst naming convention seriously the, okay so the one so x much. was the was the basically like, the pro, pro. so yeah. yeah so it was the one that's capable so of 4k <laughs> and and you know and stuff like that and i mainly got it because i figured if i'm going to have a second system it may as well be an upgrade uh especially since you know this is the big tv this is the tv that if i'm going to upgrade it's going to be this one and this will be the 4k one but yeah it's for the the one x was 200 dollars refurbished on ebay and i can get a series s used or refurbished for 200 dollars and you know, I kind of regret making that decision, but oh well, it is what it is. I don't. There are no, like, I don't foresee myself needing a series S slash X until whatever the next Rockstar game is that comes out. You know, whether it's Grand Theft Auto Six or you know something, because you know those are usually the games that um, get me to upgrade systems. Is you know whatever the like, I got my. Xbox One because I wanted to play Red Dead Redemption uh, or Red Dead Redemption 2. I got the Xbox 360 because I wanted Grand Theft Auto 4. So when Grand Theft Auto 6 is announced for the next generation, then I'll be on it. But um, I did want to do a brief review of a controller that I got this week. Um, Let me pull up my my Amazon because... Um, I don't have the controller anymore, if that gives you any indication about how I felt about it. Um, <laughs> so, um, I've mentioned before that I'm not and have never been a fan of the PlayStation controllers. I do not like the symmetrical joysticks on the, the bottom. Worst. I think it's just, yeah, yeah, it's, it, I'm like, it's, it's, it's 2022 there's no reason you can't have offset joysticks now like it's the only reason it isn't is because it's tradition you know so i went online looking for a playstation controller that has offset offset joysticks and you know like for the ps3 like power a and a few of the other big names had come come out with some and i found one on Amazon, it's the Nacon Revolution Unlimited, and it came in both a wired and wireless version, and I got the wireless version. Um, again, it has the offset joysticks. It is 
officially licensed by Sony for use on the PlayStation. Um, and it's one of those, like, extra special ultra, you know, like, pro controllers. I've never had one of those before. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, if I'm going to try it, I may as well go all out. So I got it and I unboxed it. And, uh, first thing was like the instructions that it came with were non-existent. Like I had to fiddle with the thing to figure out how to get it to work with the PS4. And once I did, I found out that, um, you need a USB dongle to get it to work with the PS4 because as usual, they lock down their, their Bluetooth whatever so that you know you either have to have a wired controller or you have to have a dongle yeah and if you have like hori makes a a ps4 controller with offset joysticks but it doesn't have rumble and it doesn't have gyro so like like i don't understand why like i understand they want to sell you their their brand name controllers but like like, why do you hamper the third-party ones so badly? Because then the you know the cheap Chinese ones come out that do everything, and you end up getting those anyway. Um, so I took this thing out and I played with it for about a half an hour, um, and you know I tried it with Spider-Man, and this thing was so bulky and uncomfortable, like my hands were cramping worse than they do on the standard controller, and I ended up boxing it right back up and shipping it back to to Bummer. Amazon. Um, and I mean, this was not a cheap controller. This is like a hundred and it's currently priced at $130. Lord. Um, like, which is the most I have ever spent on any controller ever. And I was just not happy with it. So, um, if you care about that sort of thing, if you're looking for a controller for your PS4 with offset joysticks, do not get the Nacon it's a lot of money for not a whole lot of extra convenience, and I did I found it less comfortable than the official Sony one. So, for I once, that... I actually have a review of something that wasn't that good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can buy dongles and dongle this, dongle that, that you can connect a xbox controller to your playstation so you might look into that i think 8-bit dough makes makes something like i i have an 8-bit yeah. dough um usb adapter that lets me use those controllers on the switch i imagine there's got to be one for the playstation because Fairly yeah, if i could use an xbox one controller on the playstation 4 then that would just be ideal because i got plenty of those controllers and it's like it is the like, the Xbox One and the Switch controllers are probably the two most comfortable controllers ever. Yeah, um, they're good. And they're practically, like, the same thing. Like, one is a more angular than the other, but besides that, they're practically the same thing. But honestly, like, it's funny because, you know, like I said, this is the most expensive controller I've ever bought, and I hated it. Meanwhile, I have, like, three of the cheap Chinese knockoff uh, Switch controllers, where they basically just take the mold of an Xbox One controller and sure. program it to do the Switch stuff, and it has Rumble, and it has NFC, and it has Gyro. It cost me, like, 20 bucks, and it's still one of the best controllers I have for the Switch besides the official one, but... So, I guess, you know, when they say you get what you pay for, it's not always the truth. Sometimes a cheap controller is sure. a good controller. 
and the expensive ones are just expensive because they can say professional. Um, but I figured I'd throw that in there since I don't really have anything exciting to talk about uh, gameplay-wise, just playing the same old stuff that I've been playing. Uh, but, um, so yeah, there's my product review of the Nacon Unlimited Revolution... Oh, sorry. The Nacon Revolution Ultimate Unlimited Pro. You reminded me of one thing, too, on my end. So sorry, Lucas. I'm going to steal about five minutes here. I also um, bought a product, think- but it was for my NES. Because um, I've always wanted... It's called an NES satellite. Justin, do you know what that is? Is it anything like the Satellaview or... <laughs> No, unfortunately. Or, or it, the X game or whatever they called it that the, that you could play games through the modem? Not anything that exciting, um, but it does let me play my NES um, wirelessly, kind of, because it's this thing. You attach this dongle. Huh? It's the, the, na- the uh, word of the night. Um, you attach it to the NES, <laughs> and it has an IR sensor on it. And then you take this like giant plastic thing and you put it somewhere and then you have to make sure that it's lined up just right with the IR sensor and you plug your controllers into that. It was officially licensed by Nintendo, I'm like fairly certain. And it also basically was a multi-tap. Yeah. I think I do vaguely remember those. And yeah, they... They prob and I believe they worked like crap because you they know suck. it was all IR and yeah, line it of sight. Sucks. Yeah, it absolutely and terrible sucks. lag. But I love it because I've always wanted one, um, and I never had one as a child, <laughs> you know. So um, I was like, well, I mean, why not? It's twenty bucks on eBay. I got twenty bucks, and um, it's absolutely terrible. But again, I love it. It's it's just history. <laughs> so I'll probably put it hey, in a box somewhere. I I. I can't judge. You know my my love of weird ass controllers. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm on Amazon right now, and I'm looking, and I can find adapters that let me use a PS4 controller on the Xbox One, but not the other way around. Which, like, oh, what the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> so I'm noticing one of the, uh, the I looked up the the Wikipedia here. One of the things it says is that, you know it allowed you know four players to play simultaneously. What NES games were soccer, um, the volleyball uh, game, Bomberman, uh, Bomberman. Um, oh, there was a few uh, hockey. I'm pretty sure. I think Blades of Steel was um, one of the ones where you can do that. Um, there was a bunch. Well, not maybe not a bunch. Don't there was think a handful. So, but I, I can't. Yeah, there were definitely a few um, four-player games for the NES. Not a whole. Hell of a lot, but hmm. interesting. Yeah, They're I just have there. never really even thought of it being a four play. Oh, didn't the, um, did the Famicom have four ports, or am just I two. misremembering that? Yeah, you had just to have two. the multi tap okay. thing um, if you wanted to do that. Huh. And the multi tap. Well, oh god, it was. I have to look it up. It was called something funny. Um, yeah, the NES, NES four, four score. score. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Interesting. Huh. All right, then. But again, that's uh, why well, I just bought it, because it's history, you know? Oh, sorry, Lucas. Didn't mean to cut you off. I'm yeah. excited. No, right? no, it's, it's all good. My, 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 my dream is to someday... That's why I have a power glove. 
my dream is to someday own a Rob, and that dream has yet to yeah. come to fruition. Ooh, those I are have expensive. one of those, too. Those are expensive. Hold on to that. Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't know how one. much I paid for mine, but I intentionally bought one that didn't work because I knew I was never going to be able to use it for, yeah, you know, as a gaming it. accessory. Anyway, I just wanted it on my shelf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, what I was going to say is um, that normally brings us to the point where we would end the show. However, we have a question in the question block. The question block, for those of you that don't know, is the spot on our Discord channel. Yes, we have a Discord channel. Eugene is basically the only moderator in it anymore. But every now and then, somebody posts a question in the question block, and we got one this week from Blue Kyle. So thank you, Blue Kyle. Your question was, do you think Nintendo will show the sequel to the Switch anytime soon? And I like this question because I've been thinking about this too. You know, for the last, like, four years... We've been having debates on this show about like, oh, it's almost time for a new Switch. I bet we're going to see the Switch Pro, da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, nope, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I finally switched camps to where I'm at the point where I'm like, it's just about time. Like, in my opinion, it's just about time. Here's how I think this is going to go down, Blue Kyle. It's about damn First time. I think that Breath of the Wild 2 is going to herald in a new Nintendo system the same way Breath of the Wild heralded in a new Nintendo system. And I think maybe part of the reason why the game is delayed is because they're syncing up all of these release windows and whatnot. They don't want to announce the new Switch too early. They want to give people time to kind of get tickled over it and excited for it and whatnot. So I'm fully expecting that within like a year of Breath of the Wild 2, we will have a new Switch or a new whatever you want to call it to go with that game. And this game will be on both the Switch and the Switch 2 in the same way the Breath of the Wild was on the Wii U and the Switch. That's my personal prediction. What do you guys think? I'm with you on that. Like, it, either either it's going to happen with with the sequel to Breath of the Wild, or it's not going to happen at all until we get like a complete and utter re- replacement. Um, I think Nintendo might be gearing towards the iterative upgrade. Uh, you know, like an iPhone or or well, hell, like like the Xbox and PlayStation have been doing. Because let's face it, like the PS5 and the Xbox Series are basically just upgrades to the PS4 and the Xbox One. Like they're not yeah. so like they they use the exact same architecture basically. So um, I and I think it was Digital Foundry that kind of analyzed the the Zelda trailer and said that. It's doing things that the Switch in its kind of base hardware shouldn't be able to do. So they kind of speculated that what we were... Because Nintendo's not really known for showing off uh, trailers that aren't um, accurate to the experience like, you know, Sony is known for doing. So, um, yeah, like... And I know I'm going to say this, and it's going to bite me on the ass when when it doesn't happen. But I think that um, I think Zelda is going to be their Trojan horse to say, "Hey, you could play the new Zelda game on your regular Switch, but we got this shiny new Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. that'll play it even better. Plus, these exclusives coming out next year." worked for uh, the Switch and Breath of the Wild, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's kind of where my head is, you know? I don't know. What do you think, Eugene? Are you with us or are you against us? 
<sighs> I don't know because I I still think about the you know you talked about it already the rumors from last year about um, Switch Pro and everything and I still feel mm-hmm. like those held a little bit of weight there I, I kind of feel like maybe Nintendo pulled the plug on that project because of you know maybe COVID supply chain issues you know that type of thing so I don't know that we're gonna get like a Switch Pro more than we get like the switch two type of thing like justin said like okay here's like something entirely new like whether it be another handheld that has like a projector built in or something i don't freaking know so that we can do like like holographic stuff like or whatever i don't know but like yeah i think that nintendo is pretty much going to be done with iterating on this current switch architecture so like we're probably not going to see another like switch oled type of thing i think the next thing that we see is going to be brand new when is that going to happen yeah i i think that like even a year from now is maybe a little bit too early judging on um just the sales of the switch like switch sales are still it's still selling as as much or better than the xbox and the playstation you know that's a big factor there too because you know like why like why release a new system right now and cannibalize their sales when they can just keep working on the system and make it even better for next year when sales decline or the year after that when they decline i guess the biggest counterpoint to that would be even if sales are good Nintendo does always kind of have to play catch up in terms of staying relevant in a market for third party games. That's very true. You know, true. even if Nintendo continues Hardware. even if Nintendo continues to pump out good first party games, I mean like Fall Guys took like 3 years to come out and that's a basic game, you know. Like these games are taking a long time to port to the Switch. It might be nice to have a system that's got a little more junk in the trunk and can, you know, yeah, can push like, on and and compete with like last gen consoles, you know. It, it it's it's like for me, I feel like the pandemic and COVID kind of gave Nintendo a boost in that regard because really the only stuff that was coming out for any of the consoles was the indie stuff, and that could pretty much run on anything for a lot of those ones, you know? So, like, yeah. the Switch had it. But now that third parties are starting to catch up, like, you know, Justin was going to be pining over the next Grand Theft Auto. That's never going to come out on the Switch yeah. proper, you know? Like, so, like, if yeah. Nintendo ever wants to yeah. have a chance at that then yeah you know you're right but like do they have that in them i i don't know i don't know is that does that interest them that's the question well management has shifted a lot too so we have no idea what they're thinking it's still funny to me that we don't have any of of that of like the 360 ps3 generation you know grand theft auto red dead redemption games Uh because we have la noir so we know it can run it it's running all sorts of other Xbox 360 games. Like, why are these games not on the Switch already? I think, I think part of it is, like, an interest. Thing. Like, like, the amount of effort it takes to port the game, is it worth it for how people are going to, you know, everybody who's wanted to play that game has played it, so is putting it on Switch really worth it, that kind of mentality? But again, L.A. Again, Noir, a, like... A, yeah, but maybe, I don't know, maybe it was like, easy. who maybe cared about like, that hey, game? Five, I mean, it's a cool game, but five it's not... De- yeah, maybe it's just like, hey, five game developers, spend a year porting this to Switch. We don't care. Here's $30,000. Good luck, you know, as opposed to, like, a game like GTA Five or Red Dead Redemption 2 where it's like, man, this is going to take some effort, you know, like that. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. I, I don't know. 
That, I, I know that that's been the case for people not bringing their games to the Switch a lot of the times. It's, it's exactly that, right? It's like, it's not free. Somebody's got to do it, and it, things like that take time, you know? So. Um, okay, so I do have one other thing I want to bring up real quick, actually, because I just thought of this, and it'd be more fitting in the news section, but I'm going to make it a question block thing. Um, have you guys seen the report that they, Nintendo was working on a sequel to One Two Switch because yeah. I just read about this last I night. I saw that, and it did yes, so and that they've been poorly. sitting on it because they don't know what to do with it. <laughs> it did yeah. so poorly with the playtesters that they don't know how to. Playtesters would rather walk out of the study than continue playing the game. Like that was where they were at with this. Supposedly, it's like a Jackbox party style game that you can play with up to a hundred people using a smartphone app online. So that was like the, the, the rumored, you know, speculation of it. But yeah, this they have they have boxes with art sitting there that, that will now maybe never be filled. Um, a lot of the people that say that they have some connection to Nintendo are saying the game will come out in some form, but whether it will be some free game or some add-on to the original or whether they will continue I, to work on it and release it. Like, man, very I always, interesting. You know, I, I always thought that should have it's, been a pack-in. Well, yeah, exactly. Honestly. Like, I, I, there's... Just like uh, what was it, Pilot Wings Resort? Like it, it, it baffled me that that was a standalone like retail game instead of being oh, a pack-in. Like that one was two a switch game. should have been a pack-in. Pilot Wings Resort. So, Who's thought about the that difference one in the though last is year? I really the difference is I really enjoyed Pilot Wings Resort and I didn't even no, buy so did one I. two switch because I thought that game was hot garbage. Um, like and there was an audience for one two switch, but it was not me. That was the first like launch title tie-in game that i didn't get like like i've bought every version of wii sports i loved nintendo land pilot wings resort was a blast i didn't want one two switch i played like one round of that at a friend's house when the switch curse came out and i was like this just isn't fun like it's like okay we each have a joy con and we draw on each other like cowboys and that's the game milking a cow like it just it didn't do it for me at all so sure like the fact that they thought that this game needed a sequel it, and it that was, it's doing so badly it good for is a party ridiculous. game. Like, because I played it with my friends yeah. literally one time and we had fun. Uh-huh. But then, you know, they come yeah. back around and it's like, okay, what do you guys want to play? Not that. <laughs> you know, like, let's play something else. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's your little extra news segment. And that is it for us, guys. We're going to get out of here. But thank you so much for listening, for watching, if you're watching this on YouTube. We appreciate that. We just started posting these episodes online. So if you really want to see our beautiful faces talking about this stuff, you can go to our YouTube channel and go watch those videos. But either way, however you ingest us into your ear holes, we appreciate it. Gross. We'll be back again next week to talk about Mario Soccer and how much Eugene loves it and how much I'm playing Final Fantasy and all that other good stuff. So until then, what's my? Cover your ear holes. See you real soon.